0: time of universal deceit telling the truth is a revolutionary act welcome back anybody out there that follows the program to another episode of this is why i drink you got the ginger again here and tonight i'm going to take a little bit of a spin in a different direction partly because of the fact that apparently I, I was a, a little tipsy during the Left Hard episode that I recorded on Sunday <laughs> because I forgot the ending tagline to the show. <laughs> Not that this is why I drink part. Uh, I And I even told... Uh, my guy, Keith, at Mix It One Studios, great, great company, by the way. They do a phenomenal job helping me out with the show and editing. Uh, I don't know how to do any of this, and he's incredible at it, especially with me recording from home right now with all of the the creaks and, and the noises like, you know, the AC unit outside. Oh, good Lord, outside. I swear I haven't drank tonight. I'm just tired. Um, with the humming, so on and so forth, he does an amazing job. He really does. And I just said a word I hate. I said amazing. I can't stand that word. That tells you that I really think he does a good job because I said a word I absolutely despise since it's so overused in our society today. Guys, he's amazing. He really is. He's just amazing. It's so amazing, the work he does. Keith, when you're editing this, whether it be tonight or tomorrow morning, hope you get a kick out of that. Had to give you some shit. (laughs) But yeah, apparently I... I was uh, significantly tipsier than I realized the last time when I was recording. And, uh, well, let's not have that happen tonight. (laughs) So, uh, tonight I'm going to take a a little bit of a detour. It's Tuesday, by the way, August 11th. And as much as I really, really want to keep cracking down on everything that the idiots in society are doing and causing, I want to take a little bit of a different direction for as long as I can in the middle of each week and talk about the conversations that I have with a group that I was invited to join recently uh, called Meaningful Conversations. So in between COVID and Controlled Chaos episodes, there will be a weekly Meaningful Conversations episode. I want to do that because it's a good reset. You know, it is. It's a good reset on a mental, spiritual, and, God forbid, emotional level. For those of you that know me really well or have at least been following for a while, you know that I, I am, of course, I do get emotional. I have emotions. While I also do everything within my power to not allow them to lead me, I try to use logic 90-plus percent of the time to initiate and set the path that I'm going down. Do I always succeed? Good Lord, no. Absolutely not. No, I crash and burn more than I really want to, of course. Um, this, this was a good, a good webinar, little conference call that I was on. The title of it this week was, Is There a Cure for Racism? Which I thought was, one, awesome, two, hilarious, because that was the first series I ever did on the show. And three, I wanted to hear from as many different perspectives as I possibly could what people genuinely thought. I'm going to try to keep this episode shorter than usual. You know, cross your fingers because we all know I ramble and sometimes don't shut up quick enough. Well, with this group, there's some just good people in it. There really are. I mean, every ethnicity... That I could think of, you know, Latin, Asian, slash, Middle Eastern, slash, Indian, uh, for lack of a better term, black. You know, I, I, I couldn't tell where one woman was specifically from based on her accent. I just, she just had black skin. And then, you know, some whiteies thrown in there. And I think one man was even Eastern European. So it was it was a really, really good mix. It was now with that being said, when we started diving in, they had us read passages almost as if you're back in school and the teacher assigned you a passage to read that's on the screen or in the book. It was that was kind of fun. And the way that we went about it, uh, forgive me for sounding arrogant, it led into everything that I've said about racism Every single solitary thing. Sorry, I have to burp one sec. And it was it was good. Uh, I was fortunate and blessed enough to have the opportunity to read them the actual definition of the word, and it was really cool because the first part where we started talking about racism, it proved it's all about fear of the unknown. And personal insecurity Which ends up leading to hate It was so cool That it all fell into place like that And when I read the, the definition of it To them and talked about how it's not Just a matter of oppressing somebody You could also openly give somebody Of another ethnicity that has a commonality Of being better at something than you are A compliment and by definition you're a racist It has to do with insecurity And fear of the unknown it was, it was really, really cool that it all tied into that. And then they started talking about, well, what can we do individually as a community and the like to start combating this? And the next portion was about action. Well, I liked it because of the fact that the way it went about it, it touched on, again, apparently in all of my blatant stupidity, I've tapped onto something that's decent here because it talked about taking care of yourself first. And when I say taking care of yourself, like I constantly say on this program, clean your house first, clean up your backyard first, clean up all your personal trash first, because if you don't do that, you're not going to be worth a shit to anybody else. You're not going to be able to help anybody else. If you don't clean up your individual life act mind first, heart second, first, before you try to go help other people, you're not going to be worth a damn. And it was really, really cool that it played into that because it's simple. We overcomplicate the shit out of it. It's not that hard. Now, there were a few people that did throw in the, well, you know, um, when I think of racism, this is what it means to me. We still dealt with that, okay? And unfortunately, that's human beings because they want to try to show that they have value, which I get. And they want to make sure that they not only show value, that they receive the feeling of value from others in turn. I do it, too. We all do it. That was the only hiccup Because when Once you start throwing in the Well, to me it means this Where we get into the whole Speak your truth thing As I talked about in the last episode With how leftards communicate That's when you get into semantics That's when you get into Unnecessary gray area bullshit That's when everything becomes Subjective And when everything becomes Subjective and gray You never find a solution People tend to forget that once everything becomes subjective semantic and gray and focused on emotion versus reason and logic you never find a solution to anything going on that is a problem because if we truly want to eradicate this type of hate where you treat somebody of a different ethnicity hatefully well then you can't say to me, it means this. To me, it means this. Well, I just feel like this. You can't do that. That, no, you can't do that. And that, I'll be honest with you, um, I was going to hold off on this until the end. Well, while this segues right into it, the only challenge I see with this group is that everybody in here, in here, like they're in my house, sorry. Everybody in that group is a quote-unquote very strong person, a very strong personality, a very strong-willed individual. And the problem with that is you have to have a level of hierarchy. Otherwise, you end up with too many chiefs, not enough Indians, too many cooks in the kitchen, whatever phrase you want to use. You don't have enough followers. So when it talks about what we are going to do in our community I I had a little bit of a a cringe moment where I was like, ah, because I I was genuinely, in my mind, fearful that they were going to say, we should all get together and really, you know, start, you know, doing things out in the community together. To which my response, if they would have said that, would have been, hell no. And it's not because I don't want to help the community. It's because if you don't understand dynamics of groups, if there is not a fully understood and respected hierarchy, it is going to go down in flames. There are way, way too many chiefs in that group, not enough Indians. So if they were to bring about an idea such as, well, would you want to get involved in a brainstorming session so that we could figure out in your respective area what you could start doing in the community periodically to help combat racism which honestly the easiest thing in the world to do to combat racism is just don't treat people like shit because they're different that's it it's not that hard that's part of the reason people go we need to eradicate it we need to be anti-racist we need i'm like just don't treat other human beings like shit because they look different pretty simple I don't understand why this becomes such a massive problem where people can't remove cranium from rectum and realize just don't be a dick for no reason. If somebody is truly doing something bad to you, if they are exhibiting true, true, poor, hateful character, that's different. The way to eradicate it is you first and foremost set the example, and everybody that's in your inner circle should start following that example, and then it should grow, just like a business does. You don't start a business with a thousand people. You start a business with maybe a handful at most, and then you go from there. They have to be on the same page, it's so simple how to eradicate it We're just we're being played by politicians That are in front of a camera And the TV is telling you how to eradicate it By starting all these protests These protests don't do shit Alright, they don't do a damn thing Most of these people in these protests Are mindless fucking lemmings That have no idea what they're doing Except cracker bad That's all they do so that's, that's the challenge with this That I see coming down the pipe In the future with this group Which isn't necessarily a bad thing Because as long as you can recognize the challenge And you have the humility of mind and self To understand your place Then you can be a help to it You can help find a solution for it all And I truly hope that's what happens Because I think these people are, are good people I do and What I know of them thus far That's what I believe And a lot of uh, my friends in the past have said, well, because I'm huge, I'm not focusing on the negative. And whenever I say these types of things, some people go, well, don't you think you're focusing on the negative? I was like, not even close. I'm recognizing it. And because I'm recognizing it, I see the solution. And the solution for a group like I'm involved in now with these webinars and conferences is you have to have a clear-cut leader And everybody else has to truly, with humility of mind first and heart second, follow that individual's lead and not backbite, not talk behind their back, not slander, gossip when they're not around, things like that. I I see that as being a challenge with this group. Again, good people and every good human being out there has the insecurity of, especially if there's somebody who is a a quote-unquote strong personality, I'd do it too. I'm just as guilty as everybody else. Where they see something being done, they know it's flawed, and because they're an outside set of eyes, they can see the dynamic much more clearly than the people leading because they're not the one that's engulfed in the center of having to do it all. So if, if somebody doesn't have the right level of humility, self-awareness, and personal accountability to understand how and when to bring certain things to the attention of the one that is in leadership, it always ends badly. I mean, it's, it's a ticking time bomb. So I do see that as a challenge. I, I believe if the people in this group are of the quality of character that I've seen thus far— then it should be something that can uh eh, it can be nav it can be navigated and worked out. I don't wanna say easily. There will be a few speed bumps. I still believe it could work. Just that's why whenever you hear about all these social movements and all these groups that are getting together, have you ever noticed, especially in today's society, as I've talked about so many times on this show, where we've been taught to live out loud, let your voice be heard, be strong, speak up, rah, rah, rah bullshit. They disintegrate pretty damn quick. They fall apart really fast, just like the BLM protests have, just like everything else has. That is tried to be done by people that don't understand hierarchy. That don't understand their place so that's the biggest challenge now back to the positives when they were talking about their their individual well when we were talking about action like I said it was so cool so cool to have the constant reiteration worded in different ways because like I said we have people from different backgrounds, uh, different countries, so they they may not be able to articulate it as well as somebody who's you know born and raised here and um you know in unfortunately I can't even say born and raised here because we have a lot of people born and raised here that should speak really you know good quality English and they sound like they're uneducated as hell. <laughs> but the uh, the positive to it was the fact that everybody recognized You have to start with you It has to start with how you interact with everybody else It, it has to start with how you function day to day How you look yourself in the mirror and take accountability Like I constantly preach on this show Number one, humility of mind Number two, self-awareness Number three, personal accountability without justification So you don't feel bad You only, But you actually own your shit That was really, really cool. Um, The lady who uh, organized it all actually just sent me a Facebook Messenger message, and (laughs) she and her husband want to check out the podcast, and I'm I'm probably going to tell her. (laughs) I saw it pop up on my phone just now. I'm probably going to say, I'm sure you're probably not going to want to listen to it. I cuss a lot. I say a lot of (laughs) really bad things on here. I call certain groups' names. Let's be real. I do. Yeah. With that being said, I it was like I just, it was cool. It was. It was so cool. Cause anybody that listens to the show and has gained anything of value from it, that'd be a miracle. <laughs> if anybody that listens has, um, it. Folks, if you do listen to the show, we're on track. So be encouraged. We're on track with what we're saying on the show and and what we're doing here. And uh, it was it was a good edification. It was good affirmation. Uh, it, It was also a good check to make sure that I hold myself as accountable as I can to make sure I continuously do as much research from both sides of the aisle politically and socially to make sure that I'm not just spewing bullshit out to everybody that follows that I'm actually talking about things that matter, that make sense, that are true, that are valid, that are right, that are going to help us. And that that part was, it was a, a great blessing to be a part of. It really was. Uh, so every Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday, depending on if I pass out early or not that night, I'm going to give a little bit of a synopsis about what we talked about on the group. And... I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes I'm really excited to see where this goes Because like I said The cure for racism is just Don't treat people Like shit because they're Different That's it That is the most simple thing on the face of the planet And it has to do With your individual Insecurities first If you can start working on them And, not, and stop this Good vibes only bullshit Stop this. I just want to, you know, I, but I feel happy with who I am right now. Like, you know, I've grown so much. Stop that shit. If you know it, you don't have to say it. You can say, you know, I've, I've learned a lot and um, I still have a ways to go. I just I'm very grateful for what I have learned thus far. And you can say it in that manner without the necessity of putting yourself on a pedestal. Then we're on the right track guys and gals out there we are on the right track we really and that is so cool to me It that we i could be fortunate enough to be a part of a group and it's very humbling that you hear those types of things and you know in a pastor <laughs> which <laughs> the heathen that i am <laughs> a pastor agrees with you when you're sitting there going oh oh, I kind of got to apologize to Jesus right now. The pastor just agreed with me. (laughs) But it's cool. so cool. So, folks, racism is nothing more than personal insecurity, fear of the unknown, which means your ass is too lazy to do the research or put yourself in situations where you have to listen to other people. I actively do that. I mean, COVID, be damned right now. I, I intentionally try to go to places whenever I do go out that I'm going to run into people that are going to challenge me a little bit, and they're going to challenge me because I'm going to have to bite my tongue, shut the hell up, and just listen. I love that. I love those opportunities. I really do. And this is another opportunity to do that. I'm extremely excited about it, if you can't tell. I really am. It's already 21 minutes into the show, and I haven't shut up yet. I said I'd try to cut it short. I lied. Sorry. but Folks, our lives, this world, as I constantly say, is so much easier to fix than we're making it. So much easier to fix. There are so many forces at work in the background trying to keep us divided so they can stay in control that's all it's about. It's about power and control of those that are in power because they don't want to lose it where the greatest thing any leader can ever do is train up those underneath them whether it be their citizens, their employees and the like to eventually take their place I, that's, that's it impart the tools and the skills necessary so they can succeed you at some point and we don't we don't have leaders like that right now. You know, God forbid I I don't even know if I could put Trump in that category. In fact, I know I can't. He's a hell of a lot better than Biden and Kamala Harris, which I'll dive into on the next episode. Good lord, as soon as I heard that I was like, Oh how many times was he allowed to sniff her? So that he said he'd pick her. I mean, how many what was the agreement? I get to sniff you X amount of times rub your side boob like I did with all those kids in the White House and if you allow me to do that then I'll consider you I mean what the hell people how bad has it gotten that the left's best hope is a senile man that might shit himself during a debate with Trump and a woman who knowingly slept her way to the top and has done nothing but destroy the state of California. It's not good, not good. And the best defense we have right now, number one, is day in and day out, you look yourself in the mirror and you challenge yourself to be a better version of yourself than you were the day before. Number one above all else. Number two, do everything you can to start voting middle of the road. Bring back a balance. Bring back the balance. We, we function in extremisms right now in this country, and it's bad. So I do believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I really do. It's not going to come quick. It's not going to be easy. Yet it is simple, and it starts with you and me every single day individually Owning our shit, maintaining a mindset of humility, and treating other people with the respect that we want to be treated with, regardless of ethnicity or background. And even if they show you that they're not worth your time, you don't show them hate. You just kindly move on, dismiss yourself from that situation and that person, and don't interact with them again until they change. Some will, some won't. That's life. And life can be incredibly stressful. It can be incredibly beautiful. And sometimes it's both. You've got to be able to compartmentalize how you handle each one. You can't let them mesh together because then that's when you start going crazy. You've got to be able to separate, compartmentalize, stay focused, Stay vigilant and treat other people the way you truly and genuinely want to be treated. Folks, thank you to anybody out there that listens to me. If you follow me on social media, I have posted the links to my new store where I'm selling t-shirts, sweatshirts. I even made women's leggings for working out. They didn't have dude shorts. Sorry. And... I would appreciate your support I really would because I believe that this could grow into something really really good for anybody that wants to be a part of it as long as I keep my head out of my ass it will and I have hope I have hope for what I see the possibility being of us fixing all of this shit Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me. I hope you have a great next couple of days before I post again. And through me, the blind become sighted. And this is why I drink. Take care, folks. We'll talk soon.